like in the classes that I would send you all. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't send the Ashwagandha stuff because it, it will come in a bulk to you with okay. all the notes and everything. That's why I'm not sending individual notes to you. Okay. And uh, yeah, coming to this, yeah, this wrong food combinations, we have st we have done more than six classes, spanning for more than eight nine hours. That is there there. Oh okay. Okay, just to explain like little practical aspects and uh, to bust some myths. Okay. First is that uh, uh, we'll start with ghee and honey okay. because that is the most commonly told. Right. Okay. So ghee and honey in equal quantities is told as a bad food combination. Right. And uh, so these wrong food combinations starting from ghee and honey to milk and fish, there are many milk with sour fruits, mm -hmm. all those things are told. So they will not suddenly kill a person per se. They act as poison but they do not kill a person Okay. suddenly. Some and for them to act really as, as poison, they had to be taken in a large, relatively large quantities. Okay. If you just had taken one teaspoon of honey and one te teaspoon of ghee just today, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing will be shown on the body or the mind or any toxic effect might not be seen. Okay. So that is general rule and generally it is told for foods. It's what? It is told for foods or it is mentioned in relation to foods, okay. not, not medicines. Okay. And like coming to the toxic effects, very rarely they can be life threatening. They form a big, especially with uh, you know, fish and other things involved, they can become a big ama complex and they get stuck in the digestive system or in a one or other body channels strothosis and it becomes so difficult to handle that it can lead to say other consequences or other diseases which may become difficult to treat and they may you know patient may eventually die may not be immediately but over a period of time okay. so this can act as a base for many diseases to occur that is one and coming to the main symptoms or effects mm -hmm. like how any uh, poisonous insect bite is there or when, when we take like a uh, when we eat out in a unhygienic restaurant mm -hmm. we usually have initially digestive symptoms mm -hmm. somewhere it's not feeling well in the stomach to uneasiness to nausea or feeling vomiting sensation either diarrhea or constipation or severe stomach ache like a uh, so all those things i've seen patients like literally rolling over a bed just because of a wrong food that they ate okay. may not be like a unhygienic per se mm -hmm. ju just that they were not supposed to eat and they ate and it happened so these, these are general concerns. So that is digestive symptoms are one set of symptoms you can observe. So second set of symptoms are skin allergies, skin conditions, maybe occurring as psoriasis. So a skin allergies, skin rashes, even with the like wrong food combination, like if someone eats, someone who is allergic to uh, say uh, eggplant, 
He eats it. Usually, it, it shows up as skin rashes, right. allergic hives. So, allergic symptoms mainly related to skin mm -hmm. and secondarily maybe related to say respiratory system like a continuous sneezing, coughing, mm -hmm. runny nose. All those things can occur. In third is related to, you know, ama concept is directly related or correlated with the immunity. Okay. So some are, you know, it, it cannot be said like that, but it is definitely related, is going to hurt immunity and the body starts acting in a wrong way. So it can be told as a causative factor, still a matter of research, but theoretically it can be put as a causative factor for autoimmune disorders also. Okay. So any, so our behavior, e eating in a wrong way, mm -hmm. eating in wrong quantities at wrong time, or sleeping, or daily lifestyles are the ones which mm -hmm. directly or indirectly right. affects us. May, may, maybe for us or genetically it can be there for the children or hereditarily it can run in the family etc. Mm -hmm. Some diet and lifestyle thing is involved in maybe in cancer or in autoimmune disorder in, in one or the other mm -hmm. form. We just might not be knowing. Okay. The Western system puts everything into this uh, idiopathic. They simply say they do not know the cause, idiopathic. Mm -hmm. But there could be some cause just that we do not know it yet. Okay. So these are all the uh, different symptoms that can be caused due to wrong food combinations. And uh, there are two uh, aspects explained in the wrong food combination. One is that both Charaka in Charak Samhita mm -hmm. and Vagbata, Acharya Vagbata in Ashtanga Hridayam, they have dedicated a, a separate section where they explain this mm -hmm. wrong food combinations. And Acharya Charaka in another, uh, another section explains about uh, uh, this one, wrong food combination of 18 types. They are like, uh, it's told as one example is Kala Viruddha. Kala means time, Viruddha means opposite, like wrong, okay. taking wrong time. For example, curd generally at night is told to be awarded. What Yo is that? Yogurt, yogurt at night is generally told to be awarded, and buttermilk is, is told as suitable at night. So somebody is habitually taking huge quantities, of, for example, my wife has that. So she wants like curled rice, like a big plate of it. That's why she usually has one of the digestive issues or respiratory issues, so it keeps on happening. So it's not like they have told, but we cannot see. Right. Just that we have to have the eye to catch. Okay. So yogurt at night is told to be awarded. So that becomes Kala Viruddha. Then is Matra Viruddha. Means, matra means quantity. Ghee and honey in equal quantities is a wrong combination. Then there is Samskara Viruddha. Like uh, uh, yogurt again, heating is contraindicated. Okay. So all this, like that 18 as well. We'll discuss that uh, sometime. So, okay. so these are the two instances in which this is told as like Virudhahara or incompatible food combination. So coming to the ghee and so another thing I covered is that it has to be in a large quantity, not in like small quantity we eat something and it will show its effect. Right. That may happen rarely but it happens very rarely. Okay. 
and it has to be done in most cases continuously to see the result okay. or to see the wrong effect ill effect so somebody is taking large quantities for a long period of time is can get affected with that okay so that is one and uh, another one is that generally we say that you know for many uh, medicines ghee and honey both are told as cold drinks as what's that cold drinks cold means to okay. be taken along with okay or in many medicines is told ghee and honey as uh, together uh, to be used in making uh, making medicines okay for example there is a medicine called as saptamruta loha mm-hmm. sapta amruta loha sapta means seven amruta means like nect- ambrosia type of okay. herbs mm-hmm. in that trifala three mm-hmm. licorice one and iron ash or iron calx that is that is a fifth so we have five then six and seven are honey and ghee okay so here everything is mixed and that saptamruta loha is prepared there is honey and ghee so there is another concept that if in a in any medicine if they mention this this these ingredients mm-hmm. but they do not specify the quantity of each to be added then there is a default rule that all the ingredients have to be taken in equal quantities okay so in saptamruta loha they are not mentioned any quantities for each mm-hmm. a b c d e uh, f g these are the seven ingredients they have taught so as per that rule we have to take equal quantities but i whenever i say this like honey and ghee some western student will like raise their hand and ask this uh, customary question that we are using honey and ghee and they are used in equal quantities like they are virudha why it is not for that there is also an explanation which is not told uh, by many is that these two honey and ghee or milk and fish etc they the effect wrong effect is seen only when those two are ex- are taken together okay it is explained like not explained in the actual sanskrit words so uh, there's another thing that you know there is a charak samhita or ashtanga hridayam any textbook is a bunch of shlokas right. divided into chapters so they have explained in a, some some things they have explained in a poetic way mm-hmm. some things they have explained short in brief okay etc and most of the things are left for our interpretations okay. but uh, they they were having reason for that because all these sacred knowledge were treated with some amount of secrecy mm-hmm. not to be uh, not to be uh, not to fall in wrong hands or no, science should not be used in a wrong way that was the notion back then okay so and so that was one that's why they were use using like short forms to explain things mm-hmm. and also resources for writing probably was also less back then mm-hmm. for printing everything so everything was written in a a leaf uh, called as tala leaf mm-hmm. you might have seen this manuscript photo yes. you know yes. so it so resources were less so they were explaining more using lesser words okay. in the form of sanskrit verses yeah so these are written and then the second uh, second range 
और सेकेंड लेवल एक्सप्लेन आर रिटर्न बाई सांस्कृत कॉमेंटेटर्स सो दीज आर टेकन दिटी ग्रीडी थिंग्स विच आर लाइक लॉस्ट इन ट्रांसलेशन दे टेक अप एंड एक्सप्लेन इट इन मोर डीटेल दैट आल्सो इन सांस्कृत लैंग्वेज ओनली बट दे आर नॉट एक्सप्लेन इट इन ए पोएटिक फॉर्म दे आर एक्सप्लेन इन लॉन्ग पैराग्राफ लाइक दिस इज इन दिस कॉन्टेक्स दे आर टेलिंग सो दिस इज द एक्चुअल मीनिंग ऑफ इट and this is not the actual meaning of it but though the general perception is like that so they have given all the this one then comes the third layer and fourth layer where that is translated into hindi and english now into many foreign languages and so so forth so in astangradiyam the commentator explains that the sanskrit commentator commentator explains that there are many medicines in which uh, for example in the context of honey and ghee honey and ghee are used together in equal proportions only that does not mean that it is a a viruddha ahara it will not fall into the definition of viruddha ahara and it will not cause any poisonous effect because it is a for a for two ingredients to be wrong they have to be used together and together alone not with many herb combinations in saptamrata loha even in chavan prash Okay. Honey and ghee are in equal quantities. Okay. In uh, another one called as Agastya Rasayana is there. That is used for respiratory things. Uh, I think Amrita Madam uses a lot. Okay. There also, uh, it is honey and ghee are used this one. So there they explain that due to the special effect of the rest of the ingredients used, those that poisonous rule doesn't apply here because okay. that is a unique separate combination. Is that true for all of the incompatible foods? Yes, is is true for so, all. So, so let me ask you a sp- specific question. When I first heard the fish and milk rule, I was like, who eats fish and milk? But then I realized we grew up with tuna melts, which is tuna fish on like bread, and then cheese on top, melted on top, right? And cheese is milk. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Both, both are different. Okay. Another thing is that you know when they say that it should be that. It milk means it should be milk only. See, rules of cheese cannot be. Okay. In in some cases, they are told cheese are vikrutis. They are told like uh, milk and all these byproducts. For example, for prameha, what we call as diabetes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or urinary tract infection, including diabetes. That or shira vikruti is one of the causes. Okay. There, milk and all its milk products will come. Milk and its uh, variants. That's okay. what it it means. Okay. If they, but other than that, if only milk is told is milk only. It is not. Okay. If they, if if the cheese cheese is called as a navanita, they would have told that. Okay. And uh, not cheese. Butter is called as navanita. And it, whatever it is that they would have told that they they already knew. Why would they mention one for the other? What's that? If if they wanted to say cheese or yeah. butter, they would say that okay. because they already knew that. They were right, <laughs> right. Okay. So it's just milk and just fish. You can't have them together. Who would eat that together? <laughs> I don't know who would eat that anyway. But okay. All right, so um, so everything that's named in those lists, it's 
just when you eat just those things that and that yes okay now i don't have my list in front of me it's on my computer but like the list that i was given said that let me think about this like melons you can't eat melons with nightshades night Nightshades. Um, nightshades, uh, tomato, eggplant, pepper. I have not come across like that. Okay. I just really search for that. I, I mean, I don't, once again, I don't know when you would mix the two together. <laughs> but like... Alice, I, uh, another, okay, let me bust another myth. It's told in Ashtanga Rhythm that fruits with milk is contraindicated. Right, yes, that's a good, that's a nice So is milkshake valid or not? Smoothies, can't Smoothies. do it. Yeah, so that, you know, I mean. Is that true? No. First is, uh, first comes Charaka, he didn't mention fruit with milk. Okay. He mentioned sour fruits or sour substances, including tamarind and he mentioned uh, around 10, 15, in that even amla fruit is also there uh-huh. and whatever the citrus fruits all those things are there including tamarind etc so they any any one of them or in they with milk is contraindicated okay uh, so again comment why that sanskrit commentary is also as important as this one is uh, is where is is in the controversial things like these mm-hmm. that they explain that fruit is mentioned by Vagbata, but that fruit here should be understood as a sour fruit only. That explanation is given by the commentator. Okay. So only the sour fruit and milk is to be con- is told as contraindicated. Then some people will ask like, uh, anyway it's going to curdle. It was that? Anyway, the milk is going to, at the worst, it's going to curdle the Girl, milk. Right. And we use a lot of curdled and fermented things like a yogurt and right. uh, this one. Then why that? Just that the curling, curling in the case of yogurt and buttermilk etc. happens outside. Here curling would happen in the inside of the our stomach area, okay. which can cause ama and other things. That okay. is the main effect. That makes sense. And even in that also, like ghee, for example, mm-hmm. freshly prepared ghee versus old ghee there is big difference okay so right when it is made and right when that is used together and we consume it Mm -hmm. the effect of it versus fermented thing like it's fermented overnight and next day we are eating the effect will be very different Mm -hmm. so that is that so the, these are the common questions which uh, keeps on coming back. That. But I mean, like ghee never really goes bad, does it? Huh? Ghee. Yeah. W- one is that, I mean, if it is, there is concept of this rancidity, mm-hmm. so ghee can become rancid and it becomes not so consumable mm-hmm. and all. And there are tests that uh, if it is kept for long, it can become like a you know. Oxidation, oxidation process oh, can happen, okay. so that that is there. But uh, there is this uh, ghee, grita, uh-huh. uh, purana grita, and prapurana grita. All those things are mentioned. So ghee, 
फ्रेश वन ईयर ओल्ड घी टेन ईयर ओल्ड घी एंड हंड्रेड इयर ओल्ड घी इज ऑल्सो मेन्स सो देर देवर मैं keeping it in a like I mean, maybe iron vessel like in an air tight containers okay. even today in uh, in some villages where like traditionally ayurveda is followed and all mm-hmm. they usually keep ghee separately like freshly made they keep it air tight and keep it in some corner of the house and forget it <laughs> and uh, one of the major again is a matter of uh, research that uh, for the uh in for the treatment of epilepsy and uh, schizophrenia anxiety mm-hmm. array of psychiatric disorders this old ghee is extensively used in ayurveda for example like i told brahmikruta if you are preparing mm-hmm. considering uh, to be used in psychological slash psychiatric disorders better they, they told better to prepare in old ghee so which transformation like how we tax or which neuro hormone is going to hit we do not know but that is that is that okay so old ghee's are told uh, specifically for like psychiatric disorders interesting okay but they are like very pungent and not so palatable but it's told for that and even the entire ayurveda is what they what they have told we are following right and wherever possible we are including scientific reasoning okay so chom prash they told access and anti aging and rejuvenating and all yes. it acts today also same yeah. do you have that here for sale yeah but it contains small amount of preservative i mean we use the company ready made one Yeah. But but okay. no, but no, I mean I'm just asking cuz I want to take some home. We have we have here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so that's so these are the general things. Mhm. And nitty gritty is maybe we'll sit tomorrow with that yeah. song. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, yeah, I mean with you we can stop this. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, with you feeling